In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The words from Micah that we give our attention to today are these. Is not the Lord in the midst of us? No disaster shall come upon us. Would these words be a sign of trouble if our leaders said them? No, good leaders would know and trust the Lord, the Lord who cares for us and who rules everything. Yes, they would be a sign of trouble if corrupt leaders raised false hopes based on worldly power or false prophets offered empty hope by claiming their words were God's words. It's true, the ruler of the universe controls all. We don't tell him what to do. We don't have him locked up under our control. Yet he protects his children and gives them what is best for them. And the same God demands that he be first in our lives. He expects righteousness. He expects justice. He will punish transgression, rebellion, hypocrisy. Yet he continually looks mercifully on all who put their hopes in him, not on their own skills or efforts. He works the whole history on behalf of his people. It's not so when your own God is happiness. Then we delight in personal adventure. In an untroubled life, we fill our days with exciting adventures, experiences that are interesting, with stuff that society values, and with looking for success. We expect to encounter no evil. Our imaginary God is always bringing us good things. Otherwise, what kind of God is he? And so we are easy captives to leaders and prophets who promise stuff like this. So what help is it to have a happiness God like that? Or we might think that it all depends on where we live. And we Americans like to recall our history. We earned our liberty by beating the British. We suffered terribly, but we freed the slaves. Twice we rescued the Europeans, and the second time from the Nazis. We crushed Japanese imperialism. And for the last 50 years, we have been the peacemakers in the globe. This God of place, we could think, 
is always with us. And such thinking even slips over into the spiritual side of life. It calculates, do we not have the word in the sacrament? How can a church body with a clear gospel ever be destroyed? No disaster will come on us. Despite the spiritual warfare that's going on all around us. Consider for a moment that we live in a society that continually tries to make new lifestyles equal to old ones, the old kind that God set up. And they even want us to say that it's okay. Consider that politically correct lawmaking could someday declare that speaking for God is a hate crime. What will we do then? We live by the mercy of God. We are not free of challenges and troubles. We do encounter enemies. We do have doubts. We do have fears. Testing, indeed, teaches dependence on God, not self. In our weakness, we live by repentance, admitting to God that we cannot produce the righteousness he wants, that our life is actually worth it only because of his mercy. And we know how costly that mercy was, for God came among us, his own son, Jesus Christ, and showed us in depth who the Father is and what he's like. He talked, he taught. And then he took this lack of faith, all these transgressions, and bore the very wrath of God on the cross, suffering in our place. And by this, he's freed us from this kind of selfishness, this seeking after power and self-nationhood and spiritual pride. So we no longer have to fear death. We no longer have to be fascinated by the things of this world. We are made new, able to trust God in every situation, even one we could call disaster. So, as we hear our Lord's word, and as we receive his sacraments, we realize that God is indeed among us in this way. No human promise can trump the gift of mercy. We are but pilgrims here. No earthly disaster could possibly separate us from the love of our Lord Jesus. And soon we will stand before the throne of the Lamb who was slain for us and sing his praises, as our hymn suggested, and as we will soon sing, 
Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and redeemed them. He set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.